dear brothers and sisters in Christ. He is risen. He is risen Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? even after I've been among you such a long time. Don't you know me, Philip? Imagine right now Jesus standing beside you. Don't you know me, John? Even after I've been among you for such a long time. Don't you know me, Julia? Even after I've been among you for such a long time. It's kind of frightening, isn't it? Frightening to hear those words from Jesus. Jesus was with the disciples for three years. Don't you know me? And I think this message is just as relevant then it is for today. Come on, Ray, don't you know me? And if you know me, are we like in the second lesson where stones cause us to stumble? It makes us fall, why? Because we don't know and disobey the message. Today I want to talk about having confidence. Having confidence so that we can say, yes, Lord, we know the way. Yes, Lord, we do know you. Yes, Lord, we do know the promises that you bring for us. You know, having confidence is very important. Chambre, I'm going to pick on her because I see her. Imagine not having a confidence as an athlete, then going into a game with your opponent. What would happen if the whole team did not have confidence that they could beat your opponent? Most likely you would what? Lose. Could you imagine playing on a team that the whole team doesn't have confidence that you can beat your opponent? Pretty depressing. So, in sports, confidence is very important. We need confidence when we're faced with big decisions of life. You know, should I move? Perhaps maybe we're going to have a or the possibility of having a high-risk surgery. Should I have it or not? Maybe you want to change your career. Or maybe with the world today, where do you invest in your money besides your mattress? 
Do you have it? Not one. Confidence. Do you have it? Well, before we're too quick, let's answer this question. What if I'm wrong? You see, that question often goes with confidence. I make a decision, but then does my mind always try to convict me, what if I'm wrong, what if I'm wrong? And that question, what if I'm wrong, can lead to two things. It can paralyze us with fear. And when it paralyzes us with fear, what happens? We make no decision at all. Or we can make a decision, and then we can just sit back, waiting for the planets to all align, and still not do anything. And when the planets do not all align, we then place the guilt of how come it didn't turn out upon ourselves, and we blame ourselves. Did a Google search about increasing or strengthening one's, how do you build confidence? Amazing, 220 million websites on how to build or strengthen your confidence. 220 million. Um, just an example, psychology today. Follow these 17 simple ways to build confidence. Okay. Another one from Self Magazine. 10 steps, okay, maybe more, to feel confident. And then another one, I like this one, from the Psychology Association. I don't know what that, but it, their headline, three reasons why building confidence is so overrated. I don't know how that got lumped in with building confidence. But the greater questions than these life questions we stumble with. And I'm sure all of us have struggled or are struggling with them. What happens when I die? Is there really a heaven? And how? How do I know for sure I'm going to heaven? You see, we need confidence, not only for the life, big life events or moments in our lives, but also for the eternal life that is to come. So where do we find that confidence? I mean, obviously, here the disciples standing before Jesus and, you know, Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and they're still confused. We find confidence in Jesus, in his word and in the sacraments. You know, I'm, between February 1, when we started the daily recap reading the Bible in the year, 
Um, between people signing up on Facebook and others notifying or telling me that we have now roughly 82 people doing that journey. Imagine 82 people in a church reading the Bible together in a year. And you know what? Several of the comments have come back to me. Said I, even though I can't follow it all or keep all of the historical things in order, and yes, Pastor, I tend to gloss over some of those big names, which is fine. Keep on track, keep going. I realize how much closer I am to God. I realize that God is as close as my Bible. God is as close as my heart. That God's word is actually strengthening them and giving them encouragement for their walk in life. Giving them confidence. In fact, I had one lady tell me she did have a scary procedure coming up. But she happened to read something the day before in her daily Bible reading and said that that gave her the confidence to go in the following morning for this test. Our confidence only comes from Jesus Christ. It doesn't come from the world. It doesn't come from our family. It doesn't come from our, our career or our accomplishments. Confidence comes through Christ in his word and in his sacraments. You see, the context of our gospel lesson was Monday, Thursday. The disciples just got done celebrating the Lord's Supper. And they talk, Jesus talks to his disciples about his upcoming death, his arrest, his betrayal, his suffering about how he's going to leave his disciples. And this makes the disciples uncomfortable. So then when Jesus says, why, essentially, why don't you know the way? I can see that there, you know, we, we can have some sympathy with the disciples. But yet Jesus is standing right there. And what does he do? He brings them comfort, which in turn then builds their confidence. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Whatever you have on your plate that's causing you to question, whatever you're dealing with in your families. Whatever challenges you see the next day, the week, or month ahead, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in me. And notice the passage opens up with the account of, in my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. If I go there and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come back and take you to be where I am. 
Jesus going to prepare a place in heaven, a place with many rooms, and he said he's going to take us to be with him. That, I think, brings confidence to us. So do not let your hearts be troubled by the circumstances that you see around you. Trust in God. But in order to do that, we need to stop trusting in ourselves. We need to stop seeking confidence in ourselves and believe in God. I think there are two reasons, or I can come up with two from this text, of why he's a reliable source of confidence. One, we know that the future is secure. The future is secure because he says, in my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. But what wonderful words that we hear at a, at a funeral sermon. And I'm going to come and take you to be with me. The second reason is we do know the way to get there. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And our second lesson, why again, why did they stumble? Because they disobeyed the message. They were listening to a different message than what was being proclaimed to them. And what resulted? They stumbled. They fell. And he kind of seems like us today. When we stumble and fall in life, just how far have we become separated from God? Is God really a priority anymore in our lives? And so Jesus gives us the simple command, believe in God, believe in me. The question is how? Well, Jesus gives us the faith to trust in him. There's no amount of work that we can do to earn that faith. But it's solely a free gift from God. So it's in him that we have our confidence for eternity. You notice that we're starting to slide into Pentecost Sunday. Jesus is now starting to talk about leaving and going and preparing. Jesus also promises that he's going to send us a gift to prepare us. And that gift is the Holy Spirit. As we stumble and fall in this world, as we at times stumble not having enough confidence, as we at times think, do we really know the way? Those times cling to him 
And may the Holy Spirit encourage you and strengthen you for the journey to eternity. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen. We stand and confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed.